0: This week on the Time Blaster Toycast, we're blasting back to 1990-something and talking obscure toy lines. Turbo is back, and with her, she's brought nine different, sometimes forgotten, action figure lines to discuss. Crash Dummies, Mighty Ducks, Captain Planet, Toxic Crusaders, and oh so many more. So let's get into it right after this break.
1: Welcome to the Toycast. You toy up the Super Soakers for the Time Blast. Time blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. Launch it's pad. the time blast, time blast of the toy Cast.
2: You can download this podcast on all major streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. Make sure to check out the official Toycast YouTube channel at Time Blaster Toycast. To stay up to date with us, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Time Blaster Toys, also at the Retro KO. The Time Blaster Toy Line is now open. Leave us your reviews, thoughts, or comments via voice message, or you can shoot us a text at 734-494-2292.
3: We are ALIVE alive and kicking here with the following podcast, which is scheduled for random selection. A 60-minute time limit is in place, and we are ready to introduce today's topic. The 90s were a wild time to be alive. And the toys in that decade followed suit. Today's Turbo is back, and we are talking nine obscure toy lines from the 1990s. And now for your hosts. They're winging today with the stress of fatherhood and fanfare of figures with actions. Obscurity is the adventure of every collector's holy grail. These two operate in the realm of obscurity far too often for their moral compass to magnetize. They are the reigning defending ToyCast Tag Team Champions of the World at the Retro KO Joe at Time Blaster Toys Keith, together known as the Time Blaster ToyCast.
0: All right, boys, are we ready for some obscure toy lines of the 1990s? I'm
3: ready as I could possibly be. I am very, 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 very ready.
2: I think Joe took the
0: obscurity to like the next level Always. on some of these picks. I went a little crazy.
3: Always. I yeah. mean, anytime we're doing something where it's like... Mystery grab bag way back in the, the early days of the podcast or the 80s obscure <laughs> toys. Joe comes up with toys and I was like, what? <laughs> what is that? I surprised I myself.
0: You're, make, you're making my picks look like not obscure like, at all. Like you just got
2: some safe picks.
0: Yeah, they're pretty safe, but they're fun to talk about. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think d- define obscure in my mind. It's just like toy lines that didn't last Maybe a long time. Maybe they only had a year or two. Yeah, like you know, the
2: cartoon didn't do so well. We're not talking, you
0: know, Ninja Turtles or Power Rangers or Transformers. These are things where it's like, you know, most people might have had one or two, but you weren't rocking this any of these toys extensively.
3: We can do a five-minute high-level overview of each one and move on to the next. I know they don't need a deep dive unless the popularity of the listener feedback comes in and says, "Hey." (laughs) <laughs> when you guys really talked about Joe Schmo's toys, we, that <laughs> was my favorite. I want, I want
0: forty-five up. minutes on that very oh, specific and obscure toy line.
3: That only had four figures, <laughs> and it's like we'll do our best to to appease. To right.
0: So we've had a whole month of Turbo, right? That was a lot of man, fun. What a this month. is the this is the final Turbo in the month of August, and then next. Uh, well, we'll talk at the end about what we're doing. Yeah, next, we got to see what's next, next month. Right.
3: So August came and went very quickly. Yeah, it felt
0: like a whole month in one day. It was wild. <laughs> it sure did. Feels like it's half.
3: Feels like, feels like it's halfway over. And I don't know where the other half went. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I've got nothing more to say. I'm excited to
0: talk nine obscure toy lines. Uh, Turbo, she's ready to rock and Sounds roll. Sounds to me like
2: we're ready to spin. I think. Let's go. Let's do spin. it. What's Turbo bringing
0: to the dance first? Oh, let's see. What you got for us, Turbo? We're talking Crash Dummies. Crash Dummies baby, one of my picks. Maybe not too obscure, maybe obscure.
2: To some people it's probably
0: 1991 obscure. Tycho Crash Dummies, not Crash Test Dummies, Crash Dummies only. Boys, we remember these guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Started on a PSA, you know, don't be a dummy, buckle your safety belt <laughs> right. cuz back in the 90s there were no laws. You didn't have to bu- buckle no, your safety belt. No, nope. You could ride. You could just free ball it out there, right? <laughs> we, we were living wild. We were living wild and reckless. You could be a child in a back seat, no seat belt. We were you could crawling be all over that seat. You could be a child in the front seat, no seat belt.
3: Yeah, you could be like a six-year-old child in the front seat. You know what your seat belt was? Your parents' arms arm. sticking out just to make sure you didn't fly through Man, the windshield. Man, you could be
0: nine years old behind the wheel of the car. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well a lot of cars back then i don't know if you guys ever had the car where like the, there was the three seats in the front yes. oh, like Yeah, like a middle yes. seat in the front yeah you just sat in the middle you seat were inches wherever. away from
2: just taking the wheel and going for <laughs> it your dad would slam on the brakes and chop you to keep you in space yeah, yeah. exactly
3: like, oh. hey you, 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 thanks dad you saved be, my life but you stopped my heart you'd be elevated out of the seat yeah you're on a roller coaster six <laughs> inches above the seat head projectiling towards the windshield and you just get thrown right back in your seat by your parent's arm a big show like chop just smacking it back into place dad's forearm was sturdy man so with all that
0: so with all that in mind along the way the psa comes up a couple of literal crash test dummies right telling you don't be a dummy put on a safety belt put on a seat belt and these ads were very popular, and they were on every channel at every time of day, right? Mm-hmm. So much so that the dummies themselves kind of developed a reputation like they were on talk shows, yeah, the literal they dummies. They were everywhere, yeah. You know what I mean? They were parodied. They were on TV. So along the way, Tycho gets the idea, let's make toys of these crash dummies. Um, now, there's no content to drive these toys other than commercials. So Tycho gets the idea to create a cartoon episode based on the Crash Dummies. And I know I've talked about it on a past podcast, so I'll briefly summarize. Yeah. There is no Crash Dummies cartoon series. There's one single 30-minute long animated episode, early, early Mm -hmm. 90s computer animation, kind of funny to watch now. You're like, wow, this is what they were working with back then. But in that 30-minute episode, they show off multiple characters. They show off every type of car you could imagine. And from that, they create the toy line. Now, do you guys remember or uh, do you remember having any of the toys back in the day, the Crash Dummies toys? I remember
3: playing with them, no idea who had them and where. I just remember smashing them and putting them back together.
0: They were great. I mean, the whole idea of this toy line was to take these cars and these action figures and just just destroy them, man chuck them up against a wall throw them off the edge of your bed throw them down a flight of stairs this car is meant to be obliterated it's going to explode in like eight pieces and be put back together and they were very well made toys you know what i mean uh you know i have a bunch now i've acquired them in the last few years give them to my son winnie to play Mm -hmm. with he will destroy these things and you can put them back together the windshield pops back on the um steering wheel pops on there's an airbag that pops in the doors pop off awesome awesome toys nothing really like it before or after you know what i mean toys that were meant to be crashed and explode and reassembled same with the action figures they're they're awesome
3: it's just really yeah it's really surprising that this didn't take off or that hasn't had a couple waves of resurgence Mm -hmm. i mean i guess like legos is the closest thing kids have where they have to where they destroy something and then put it back together. But Crash Dummies was made for that.
0: Right, yeah. Uh, I know in the late, late 90s, early 2000s, Hot Wheels, Hasbro, uh, or Mattel, heck, got rights to Crash Dummies, and they kind of relaunched them a little bit. Not oh. nearly as successful as the early 90s. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> For some reason, I don't know if this is true or not, you saying that made me picture a WWF pay-per-view from then they may have been a sponsor. You know, the crash dummies? Like I feel like I remember some sort of crossover I wouldn't with put it wrestling and somebody the, google it. In the 90 late 90s. It could be just again like revisionist brain of yeah. like crossing the wires there but now like this, Hot Wheels Crash Dummies presents yeah. Fully Loaded <laughs> <Yeah>. 1999, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, like just don't be JV- a dummy. With The JVC boombox. So it might have even been like a Sunday Night heater like yeah. tie-in or something like that. Is what my brain went to. So weird that it's, that happened.
2: The crazy thing, this special you mentioned, you said it was a half hour. Yeah. Now this thing must have been played like a lot right oh it was because yeah. even my mind is was fooled into thinking yeah there was a cartoon but sure. it must have just been me catching the same series in different spots
0: yeah like it. over and
2: over again i'm sure tyco just
0: bought um airtime in markets you know what i yeah. mean ba- back when we were kids you'd be watching your shows your uh, cartoons and then some random infomercial would come on at, you know yeah. what I mean? All yeah. the time It's just paid programming. When you're when you're on the mm-hmm. you know the channel thing, paid programming, you yep. know it's just going to be something.
3: Yeah. And Did they have names?
0: The Crash Dummies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, tons of them. Sid was one. Sid the Kid was the Sid little, the, the, one little the, the baby. The baby in the stroller is awesome. Uh, spare Tire was the little Porky guy and and uh, purple. Uh, there was Vince. There was Ted. There was tons of them. Yeah. Ton, okay. They all had names. Um, Vince and Ted. Vince and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like go, a perfect right? jobber tag team, <laughs> or could run two the run the indie
3: circuit <laughs> everywhere. Crash dummy tag team, Vince and Ted, book it, book it.
0: Yeah. So they made um, you know, the vehicles, the action figures. Another thing they called, uh, they created were called crash dummies, uh, crackups. So they're like big plush crash dummies. Like I don't know, I'm how eighteen inches tall, twenty four inches tall. Yeah, but. Their head and their arms and their legs would come off. Like you could rip them apart, and they were oh, put yeah. back together by Velcro. Yeah. Those are fun. That's I took one home for Winnie to play with, and it's always fun to like put his head on his leg and <laughs> have an arm yeah. coming out of his neck. Yeah, uh, but yeah, super fun, super toyetic.
2: Where so- did the test come from? Was that just like created by pop culture? Like, yeah, I don't know. Because it's a crash test, and people just started think, calling I mean, it that. I mean, I believe I believe
0: the idea of the dummy. I
2: think they're called
0: crash test dummies. They are, but the toy line just... and Tyco maybe they d- couldn't get rights to the whole thing, or yeah. they could only uh, trademark crash dummies. So maybe like, yeah. so their brand is called Crash Dummies. Keep not it shorter. Crash keep test. it cheaper. Yeah,
3: yeah. I think anytime you watch a news article about them, like testing the new car yeah. safety features, it's like the crash test dummies scene in yeah. the mm-hmm. thing. And then you know you had a band with one hit yeah Mm -hmm. called crash test dummies as well
0: but just a super another reason i picked them is just they're so 90s right they're so vibrant and colorful and you look at the packaging and the figures and you you know you know just looking at them you could probably pinpoint within a two to three year span like these things came out in 1991 right (laughs) they just look
2: like they do straight
0: 90s but yeah i love them i love crash dummies but i think i've talked enough about them
3: (laughs)
2: all right let's spin
1: don't be a dummy.
2: <laughs> All right.
3: From dummies to ducks. Ooh, the Mighty Ducks. This is
2: another
0: good one.
3: So Tycho had the dummies and Mattel had the ducks. They did quack, the, quack quack, baby. Yeah, the Mighty Thiby. Ducks. They had a uh, talk about a cartoon, a failed cartoon. Yeah. Um, which is shocking with Disney's backing uh, and the Mighty Ducks movies being hot. You know, the the. A, a, Live cast version of Mighty Ducks with the kids' story. We've all seen it. Yep. Early '90s, part of the boom of hockey in the '90s. Every kid wanted to play hockey. Every kid wanted to play hockey. Kids that already played hockey hated it. Weren't happy. <laughs> some of us, some kids, loved it because it was like it was relatable in a way. It was just so far fetched, yeah. but nonetheless, um, it was cool to have a hockey movie with about kids, and then just the boom of hockey movies that came after it. Hockey getting on national television. Teams expanding the league going from twenty-one teams to thirty teams in that decade. Like yeah. hockey boomed in yeah. the nineties. So you have a cartoon based off of hockey called the Mighty Ducks with Disney's backing wearing the anti Mighty Ducks jerseys. However, they're like, what's the word anamorphic? <laughs>
2: like an anamorphic
3: duck? I know that yeah. 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 Anamorphic ducks as humans. Anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphic, that's, that's it. it. That's that's it. it.
2: I don't know what we're talking about.
3: Problem well, is, there's, the no Gordon,
0: there's no Gordon Bombay in Dude, this yeah, cartoon series. And you got
3: oh, a typical like Disney cartoon. You got to have a bad guy who is like from another planet. He's like evil Lord Dragonus. He's part dinosaur, part...
0: Did he play hockey? Did he have a team? No,
3: he was trying oh. to destroy the Mighty Ducks. I don't I remember the whole deals cartoon. of it. I never watched... I, I watched one episode. Because this mm-hmm. came out in 96. I mean, I'm a teenager when this thing yeah, comes wasn't out it. but it was like in that dark wing duck and then gargoyles it was like after those too, yeah. like those had faded away and it's like oh let's throw my ducks on after power Rangers and see if that does good mm-hmm. it didn't no um but i, I understood the appeal but yeah, in the toy line getting into the toy line um Your basic series had really six characters with seven toys, and there was a lot of other stuff with it. But Duke LaOrange was kind of like the henchman's, uh, he was like the henchman to the bad guy. He was a master swordsman, uh, skilled with the sword, and then, uh, you know, with the ducks with their hockey sticks having, you know, some battles there. Uh, mentioned the evil Lord Dragonus. He was like a red and purple. A lot of purple in the color scheme of mm. all the toys. Yeah, purple I'm and teal. teal
0: and purple. The color of the, ducks. Oh, the ducks. Even on
3: the bad guy, he was red and purple. Um, Duke Lord Orange was pretty much all purple. Uh, Grin. Uh, he was kind of like the big enforcer guy. Big powerhouse, um, you know. Shout out the friend of the show, Darren McCarty. He was the Darren McCarty of the Mighty. <laughs> Our Lux buddy team. Darren, <laughs> um, but he had two figures: one with a nitro fist, and one is a martial arts master. Then you had Mallory, and she was the the good goal scorer, the fast duck, real slick, and she was also a martial arts master. Nose dive was like a he was kind of the cra- the kamikaze guy on the team, if you will. He's gonna mm-hmm. crash the net. Go crazy. He was a weapons expert explosive. Of course, kind of like every weapons explosive guy in any team, he's the crazy one. Yep. And then Wild Wing was a goalie, leader of the team. All these guys had action figures. They all had uh, several points of articulation, came with a lot of weapons and accessories. Lots of stuff. Lots and lots of stuff. Hockey was
1: the afterthought. It was.
3: It was like the base it's like all right let's take hockey that's our foundation right and let's just go to outer space they and wanted space and ducks there. is what they wanted it yeah. was nuts um they could have just stuck with um like bucky o'hare and t- space put, rabbits put the, are cooler. put the ducks in with him yeah it would have fit in that universe more um but yeah they had like three or four vehicles there was yeah, other there's
0: a plane there's a bike there's all sorts boats. of boats
3: then i was shocked by how extensive this line went and there was a battle series of all these figures like a almost like a wacky action turtles version where they called it. Um, that was like the battle series and a couple rare collectible finds in there too. But those were the main characters. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a, it's a fun toy line to look back on. Uh, I, it was just at my point of my age of being 13 and these coming out, it was like too little kid for me, even though I really wanted to get into it. Um, and I think that was probably the problem with most of the things with Disney's backing. That's why there's so many toys that came out with this. Got Mattel dealing. Disney has the money to fund it, but what year is this? Ninety-six. Ninety-six.
0: Mm. It's definitely mid '90s for sure. It doesn't yeah. feel early '90s. The figures themselves are—they're pretty big. They're big man. They're, like pro- they're probably like six inches. Yeah, tall. they would say so. Yeah, it, you know it said they I mean? were five like, and three quarters. You can tell it's yeah. like post McFarland Spawn type yeah. of. You know, they're still bright and colorful but there's more detail than normal they're bigger than they're taller than action figures of the early 90s yeah they don't that's why it's like they don't really fit in anywhere you know what i mean if you're a collector of like early 90s toy lines i'm picturing playmate style and scale and look and these ducks aren't like that at all
2: they tower over turtles and stuff. yeah they're big
0: and, and with all the accessories to display them loose would be a nightmare they have so much stuff you know what I mean? Yeah. And big stuff. Like, the accessories are
3: huge. I mean, to your point there, it, it is like they were trying to appeal to the teenager Yeah. Yeah. with the size and all the stuff, but the design felt too kiddish, mm-hmm. where, like, the Spawn at the time was going to appeal more to the teenager. Like, yeah. oh, look at this. I, You're looking at the two side-by-side side on a shelf. When yeah. you're 13, 14 years old, you're going to grab yeah. the Spawn toy before you grab the Mayduck. Ducks toy, even though you might like... The Mighty Ducks. Yeah, they were trying more.
0: to appeal to both, and in doing so, they appeal to neither. Yeah, you know, we didn't want ducks. too kitty for old, older kids, and uh, you know, not fun and colorful and bright enough for the young kids. So, yeah. they are what they are. Exactly, Mighty Ducks. Quack quack. What's next?
2: Let's spin and find out. Oh man. He's our hero, and he's taken pollution down to zero. To zero, baby. We're talking about Captain Planet. Yes. So Captain Planet was put out by Tiger Toys in 1991. Oh, this is I, the first time we've
0: ever talked about Tiger Toys yeah. in regards to action figures. Yeah, I was going to
3: say, I thought they were only electronic.
2: No, they made some stuff. Yeah, now All this right. is something I learned while researching, as I did not know this. That Captain Planet was actually the brainchild of Ted
3: Turner. Yeah, yeah, Did you? Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. Well, wasn't
2: it because his
0: wife was it Jane Fonda? Was that his wife? Who was he married to? I think I, you might be right there. there I could believe be. I believe Jane Fonda wanted him to create a show with a like a morally yeah, because yes. they were activists, conscious and they character. Were, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, right,
2: which I thought was cool. So I mean, mm-hmm. the show is about Gaia, the spirit mm-hmm. of the earth, right, and she awakens, and she finds the world's in danger from pollution and toxic evils, right? So Mm -hmm. she assembles a group of kids um, from all over the globe, right? Yeah, the Planeteers, baby. The Planeteers. So you had Wheeler. Mm -hmm. Wheeler's my guy, man, (laughs) right? He's representing us in North America. You had (laughs) Kwame from Africa. You had Linka, who was originally billed from the Soviet Union, and they changed that to Eastern Europe. Oh, You had Mati from South America and Guy from Asia. And they were given their powers. Mm -hmm. And what happens when they combine those powers? All our powers combined. Oh, man. (laughs) They form Captain Planet, baby. I mean, what a show. What a theme song. I really didn't have a lot of these toys. I don't know about you guys, but... uh
0: Captain Planet was like I saw it because it was on Turner. So if I was watching WCW when it was over, I (laughs) would catch the first twenty seconds of the theme song. You just kind of watch and you are like, "Yeah,
2: (laughs) theme song's over." Yeah, (laughs) it it was. It
3: was like the last five minutes of an episode. If it was on like Sundays, Mm you are going to watch like Worldwide or Main Event. You catch the last five minutes of Captain Planet, and I believe after WCW Saturday Night, if it wasn't the Braves, it was the first. Yep. 30 I seconds. Saw a and lot out.
0: of the first 15 seconds <laughs> of Captain Planet.
3: <laughs> yeah, I did not know they had toys for Captain Planet. Dude, the
2: toys are pretty cool, and the packaging's great. Like, it's super colorful. It's, just, it's totally 90s.
0: Yeah, no, they're cool. So, it's all yeah. the Planeteers. Obviously, Captain Planet. There's like multiple. And Captain, Captain Planets. Planet's one of those characters like Batman where you can like put them in different yeah. colors. Like, yeah. there's yeah. like eight Captain Planets. Yeah. There's bad guys. Um, yeah. It's a cool toy line. One that for the longest time was not very valuable. And I don't know, I'd have to look cuz I haven't had them in a while. Maybe they've gone up a bit in price, but Maybe a little I feel bit. like it's a toy line that you could collect pretty easily and not yeah. like, go broke on. But they're cool for what
3: they yeah. are. Was uh was guy was he fire? Who was fire? Guy was earth. Guy was earth. Right? I don't remember. I thought you had <laughs> that there in your research <laughs> show. I, I I don't. I don't Never mind.
2: <laughs> There's earth, wind, Fire, water, and heart. He was heart. He was heart. Okay. He was heart. He was heart. <laughs> yep. Fire was actually Wheeler, I believe. Yeah, I think you're right. Wheeler. That's what I our was guy picturing. Was when you he said was a hothead because, you know, the red yeah. hair. Yeah. So it makes sense.
0: So not only could you buy the figures, um, and there were some vehicles, but you could buy the actual Captain Planet, the ring. You, you could, could buy the ring You could buy the, the rings, rings and wear it, you know yep. what I mean? And that thing's pretty cool.
2: The rings are and cool. And it's gone up
0: in value a lot because the last time I had a carded version of that ring, Man, it was at least seventy-five to a hundred bucks. Like it was,
3: it Dang, was, yeah. it was
0: not bad at all.
3: Yeah, and Captain. It's it's kind of surprising that there hasn't been like a reboot and a whole relaunch of Captain Planet with you know just the way things have been lately. And I feel like it would be yeah. appeal to this generation mm-hmm. a lot more than appeal to our generation.
2: Yeah, Captain Planet fighting coronavirus. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, like Captain
0: Planet. <laughs>
2: All right, let's spin this turbo wheel. Let's do it. All right, from saving the planet, now we're going to CMLL luchadores. Oh,
0: boy. Oh,
3: boy. All right, original San Francisco toy makers. Uh, they got into the Consejo Mundial de Lucha Libre figures in 1992. Um, so if you had the WCW San Francisco toy makers from, like, a couple of years later, where they're a little bit smaller than an LJN, but the same kind of concept like a one pose, hard rubber style figure. Um, I remember having quite a few of these guys. I thought they were dollar store toys when I was like, Yeah, I
0: can't a, believe you have them a kid. You had them. But
3: but I also remember getting a couple of like KB toys. But like the first one I got, I just was like, Was this like a dollar store toy? Because like the I thought they might have evolved from like the He Man style dollar store wrestlers to. LJN style mm-hmm. knockoffs. But no, they were like dig bin guys at, at KB Toys. Yeah. And you, you know, just remember getting quite a few of them here. There was only one that I remember not having when I like, looked the pictures up, and that was Rayo de Jalisco. But I definitely had Atlantis. I definitely had Lismark, Piroth, Ultimo Dragon, and Vampiro Canadiens. Um, and the thing with. Ultimo Dragon was even when he was like in WCW, like five years later. I had no idea that that was the same guy that the I was going to say. So okay. yeah,
0: I was going to say, man. So when, when you were watching, you know, Nitro in '96, you were like, oh my guy, but you didn't I, even know, huh?
3: You yeah. just kind of like put it together, like, Oh, that guy looks kind of like that guy, but you just did, I didn't think they were real, really. It, were, until like yeah. I saw like Vampiro in a wrestling magazine, I was like, wait a minute, right? Yeah, right, right. you would
0: just assume they're knockoffs because we grew up, we all grew up with the. Master of the Universe knockoff wrestling yep. figure guys, yep. right? Arumco style? Yeah, I know for a fact I never ever ever saw these figures in a store or in person as a kid ever. I don't remember calling. The ever fact that they're that. in a KB in Michigan blows my mind. I guess yeah. we weren't digging deep enough in those <laughs> I bins. Guess not.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember having them and then like um for those of you that don't know like AAA is the big promotion in Mexico that most people know wrestling promotion that is and CMLL really is the oldest, they're like the OG promotion. Been around 90 plus years, guys. Ooh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, History right there. And uh, AAA had figures coming out made by Kelly, I believe is how you'd pronounce the name of that company. Yeah. So CML got the deal with uh, San Francisco Toymakers. And they kind of beat them to the punch. They got toys out in North in the United States before AAA could into AAA stores. Never or A toys never made it to stores in the U.S. Yeah, they're super um,
0: rare and super valuable.
3: I believe it. And um and yeah, I mean they were just mostly out on the West Coast. Some did get distributed across the whole country, but I mean it was obviously the target California because uh, Lucha Libre very popular there. And yeah, the Ultimo Dragon figure too. They said was the the hardest to collect, but I remember having him in Vampiro. Like I think they were the first two I had Mm -hmm. um, because I remember playing with them two quite a bit. And and they did fit in with the WCW guys, but they're even a little bit smaller than— Than a Galoob? No the uh the San Francisco toy WCW oh, like ninety four ninety four like Craig Pitbull Pitman ones oh yeah. but they're a little smaller than that a little bit smaller leaner um like the they gave them a little b- I think when WCW and this is probably the Hogan effect from LJN it's like hey make them bigger yeah then you know, they take because they use similar molds for a couple of them and just mm-hmm. yeah yep. they were they really are but they were cool. Um, I mean, it was wrestling toys I had as a kid and played with a little bit, but it it was it was weird. In my memory, it's like those toys and the AWA Remco's, I remember having them, playing with them a little bit, but they were just, it was like a promotion that I didn't really know what I was doing. Yeah, with, you never saw with. these
0: guys on TV. How can you reenact what they do if you don't even know who they are? Right. You know right. what I mean? Yep. Yeah, I, I totally get that.
3: So, And they had masks, so that was kind of cool. Yeah. Except for Vampiro, it's another reason why I was like, oh, this guy's cool. Yeah, I will be Googling these later. Yeah, for sure. I can
0: kind of picture them, but...
3: Oh, I can send you the the link to the chat.
0: All right, let's go. Next up, Obscure Baby. That's pretty obscure, Dave. CMLL in the 80s in Michigan. In 92. (laughs) In 92. All right, we're talking Mummies Alive. All right, let's go. That's a toy line I do not know a lot about. I didn't know
2: a whole lot either because I don't...
0: I know Mummies Alive are... Pricey toys, right? I remember
2: the show more than the toys. Okay. And I mean, it, it was short. run. Totally but. 90s though. 1997, Kenner. Ooh, later than I would guess. Yeah. And it wow. follows um, four ancient embalmed Egyptian warriors resurrected to guard the reborn child pharaoh, Presley Carnivan. from the evil sorcerer scarab that is a mouthful isn't it and uh (laughs) it says mixing stylized egyptian motifs and futuristic vehicles both the mummies alive animated series and toys appeal to kids and collectors alike so i mean look there was a huge like just popularity of mummies during this time right
0: is this around the time of the mummies might be a little bit before
3: wasn't it I thought that it might, might have be, been I yeah, think they been. might have been just a little bit ahead of the curve.
0: I mean, the idea of like mummies and Egyptians and pharaohs—that's just like in the toy space. There's always been stuff like yeah, that. yeah, skeleton I mean? warriors was yeah, kind of like that warriors,
3: with uh, yeah. trying to boom off the Indiana Jones popularity. Yep, yep, so it makes s- sense. Mummies alive. They probably knew Universal was putting the mummy movie out with Brandon Fraser. They I think have. that was ninety eight or ninety nine. I mean, the show was only one season long, so okay. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of toys. They were just
2: cool mummy toys. Really. Were the mummies the good guys? Mummies a lot, yeah, because they were resurrected to protect. Okay, to protect okay. that kid. I've never who's seen like...
0: the show, and I know nothing about these. Toys. Who
2: uh, who produced these? Kenner. Kenner. Okay, that's right. This yeah. is Kenner toys. Yeah. So the mummies were the good guys. They protected the. Uh, The kid who was a reborn prince, Mm. I guess.
3: Caravan? Canavan? What the Mm. heck was it? Presley Carnivan. (laughs) Carnivan.
2: What a name, right? (laughs) Presley Carnivan. Doesn't sound
3: like a guy the mummies would want to (laughs)
2: protect. Yeah, it was just one of those late 90s, I don't want to say TMNT ripoff, but I mean, it kind of was. It was just mummies, you know, but the packaging was cool because they were like coffin shaped. I'm trying to get a picture.
3: Yeah, I can kind of picture. Yeah,
2: the packaging was cool.
3: Oh my god, yeah, kind I've seen the them. I remember seeing those. Yeah,
2: the logo's sweet. You got the pharaoh head, mummy's alive up on top. Just cool like 5 to 6 inch figures, lots of accessories, lots of paint deco on these guys. Kenner spared no expense.
3: I remember this packaging cuz there was that same kind of blue was on the Bone Crunchers. And I remember <laughs> yeah. seeing them in an aisle and being like, "Oh my god, they New have a series. whole mummy's And it's alive. like, what are these?" And then just that's my Seeing that packaging made me think of that. This is the bad guy.
2: Yeah, he's cool looking. He's cool looking. There's your purple again, Dave. I'll tell you what. Very
3: sweet. In all my years
0: of buying and selling toys, I cannot remember ever
2: having a Mummy's Alive action figure in my possession. See, man, my mission is accomplished. You know what I mean? The obscure. Even
0: even loose. Like, man, no one must have been buying these then. I don't
2: think anyone really was. Yeah. It only got one season. It only got one line of toys. Yeah. And it was gone. Yeah. In the dustbins of obscurity.
0: Yeah, definitely has like a three for ten KB toys written <laughs> all over that. it. Yeah, they were probably four for ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dreaded five. No, no, no. The dreaded three for five. Oh Ooh. my gosh, a three for five. Sometimes sales. you'll see those tags and you're like, Whoa. Yeah, three three for, five?
2: for five. Your mom hands you a Chris twenty. Or the
0: ninety seven cent boy. Sometimes oh, a KB will have that on there. We are like less than a
3: dollar. What year was uh was Mummies Alive kind of lumped in that same time frame as like Street Sharks and Biker Mice, or with Street Sharks and Biker Mice a little bit before? It's before that. Mummies okay.
0: Alive would have been, a, if it's 97, it's 97, it's a couple years after that. Yeah. Okay.
3: Okay. They were what, like 94, 95 the other two? 95 yeah. was Street Sharks, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah 94, so that's, 95. that's kind of when I was, ch- I knew what the stuff was because yeah. I'm having a younger brother, but I wasn't really. Yeah. It's
2: definitely obscure, that's, uh, so that's
3: a uh, that's very. All right, very back obscure. to turbo. We go back boys. to turbo from Mummies it.
0: Alive to what? How many left? Four.
3: Four.
2: We landed on Mask Zero to Hero.
0: Mask Zero to Hero, and uh, that's what the toy line is called. Yeah. Mask from zero to hero. Okay. Because Kenner made these toys in 1995, and we all know that Kenner. Had a very successful toy line in the 1980s called Mask. Yes, they did. So, to make it different, so that you have, (laughs) you type (laughs) Kenner Mask in, you're just getting a million pictures, you know, of all the vehicles and all the figures from the Mask toy line. You're not getting these. I'm talking 1995 based on the 1994 movie with Jim Carrey, The Mask. Which
3: makes me wonder why they didn't call it Mask the Movie. That's a good question.
0: Uh, Was the Oh, the there was a TV show, yeah. Called from zero to, I actually I don't think the cartoon I was. Think the cartoon I think it was just was called
2: Mask the animated series or something. Yeah, I, I
3: believe yeah. so.
0: Anyways, yeah, we're not talking about the '80s toys, Mask. Yeah. Uh, I know Dave wishes we were, but we're talking about the no, '90s th- toy.
3: We've talked enough of masks <laughs> Mask. Mask is and not eyes. obscure. We can't talk yeah, about and, it here. And, and,
0: so, I mean, if you think about the movie, the 1994 movie, The Mask, super toyetic, right? I mean, the. Oh, yeah. somebody stop me! Somebody <laughs> stop me! Smoking like. <laughs> The mask character in the movie, he dons a bunch of different costumes and different themes. And in this toy line, they're all represented. You know, you got like the mariachi style version of the mask. Oh, in the all yellow suit. You got him in the yellow zoot suit. You got him when he dresses up in like that French get up. Like (laughs) there's a version of him in almost every single one of those costumes. Milo the dog gets an action figure where Mm -hmm. he's got a removable mask where he has the mask on his face. Yeah dorian the villain you got to have a villain in the toy line than. he's in there um there's a couple figures i think they're called heads up mask figures where it's kind of like the spider-man toy we talked about oh, okay. last week on the pod where you lift the arm and it switches
2: a little action. yeah
0: so it's stanley ipkiss's head and you move the thing <laughs> and it turns to the mask's <laughs> head the dorian figure it does the same type of deal
2: um, what about Cameron Diaz?
3: She get a figure? She does not
0: get a figure. Oh man! Nope, nope. Talk Kenner, about smoking. Yeah, Woo! Kenner. <laughs> Kenner did not. Uh, they did not add a female element to this toy line.
3: And I don't think she was in the animated series, represented like as a character. If my memory serves me right, it was mostly just focused on the mask. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But a great toy line. Uh, got a got a vehicle in there. There's a mask car, a bike, just super fun stuff, right? And yeah. the movie itself is so. Toyetic, and Jim Carrey such a huge star and so important to us in the 90s, this was absolutely your first chance at a toy of Jim Carrey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no Ace Ventura toys in the 90s. No. There was no Dumb and Dumber action figure in Man, the there should have been.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Give me that dog There's band. no <laughs>
0: Fire Marshal Bill in Living Color. Let me show you something. Yeah. None of that. None of that got toys. Man,
2: he just recently retired from acting, too. Jim you Carrey. You think that's
0: true? I don't. know. You don't think he's gonna be Robotnik in Sonic Three?
3: Maybe
2: he already filmed it.
0: I'll be so sad if he's not, because he's great in those movies. He's absolutely
3: great. Even though, like when I was like, you're putting like Doctor Robotnik is Eggman, like he's a big bulbous fella. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Jim Carrey pulls it off. Jim Carrey's the only one
2: who could have done that. That that was not a large
3: man. Yes,
2: Mm -hmm. he pulls it off.
0: But yeah, the mass figures, I love them. I have a few at home. It's a toy. It's a toy line. Like you don't need them all. But in researching the toy line. I found a couple things I didn't realize exists. There's a like an 18-inch talking mask figure, like oh. a kind of plush boy like wow. we talked about of the mask made by Kenner. I'm like, I have never seen this, hmm. but now I want it. So I'm <laughs> saying it. I'm putting it out in the universe. So hopefully if things go right, maybe today someone will walk in with it.
2: They didn't put out a, a role play mask toy of the actual mask? Not back in the day. No? Since then there's been some. Surprised they didn't do that back in the day.
0: Yeah, no, not back then. Hmm. But you know there were kids running around in the 90s dressed up like, Mom, I need a yellow zoot suit. (laughs) Paint my face green. (laughs)
2: Shave my head. Paint it all green.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, great toy line. Great movie. Definitely 90s.
3: I had to talk about it. so 90s. Yeah.
0: All right, next up.
3: All right. Turbo being real dramatic there. We
2: are ending on probably the most obscure pick coming from yours truly. Cyborgs? (laughs) Okay. Cyborgs? <laughs> what? I
3: know no one knows. Excuse me, what? A damn thing <laughs> about cyborgs? I mean, without eve is this like a like a cyborg as a pig? I'm—they I'm,
2: they are pigs. I'm going to show you um, B-o- B-o-
3: cyborgs. B o b o a r s, guys. Bores. So which makes the pig element, but then they the sigh makes me feel like the robotic pig. They are like giant pigs. Oh my.
2: Kind of robotish, right? I'm googling it. Look while at some we're pictures. Talking. I'm gonna read this synopsis because I knew nothing about these. Who going made in. these? These look like homemade toys. <laughs> what company made these? That's a good question. Man, these just look. I don't think it's anything. Um, it's it's not a big. It's not like a Mattel or a Kenner or anything that. The we're...
0: name of the company is Imaginary Limits is, with imaginary a Z. Imaginary Limits. Yep. Yeah, these
2: look like that. Um,
0: mcfarlane type of absolutely. card back you yep. know what i mean the wildcats type right. of style if i saw these i would just throw them in a yard sale pile <laughs> these are immediately.
2: absolutely space pigs right and it even says they crash landed after a battle in space with their arch enemy the renegade bulls man
0: isn't this like years after copying tmnt but they still There's decided to do it. these
2: companies were still doing it
0: even in the late it's 90s we already did uh, Cowboys and Moo Mesa right. years before.
3: So these boars, they lost control. Oh, no, these are pigs, I guess. It's <laughs> got a reboot. It's got a reboot in 2011, Oh, guys. did
0: it really? <laughs> yeah. All right.
2: I guess I didn't research it deep enough to know that. Fill us in, Joe. What, oh, yeah. What's so, up with these things? Th- this is kind of their backstory. So they crash-landed after having a fight with the renegade bulls, right? Mm-hmm. They lost control of their ship, and they, of course, crashed on Earth as yeah. every cartoon they do. Where blew. else are they going to crash? Okay. And um, there's a, there was a group on Earth called Core. Cybernetic Organisms Robotic Engineering, and they pulled the boars from their spaceship. And to save the boars, Core altered their bodies through advanced cybernetic and robotic surgery, creating the cyborgs.
0: These I mean, some, come
3: on. That's awesome.
0: These are some jacked brothers They are being super
3: pigs. jacked. So they have sweet names, too. They really do.
0: They kind of look like they all have the same body, just repainted. Well, there's I like a little one. Look
3: at Hog Kong. Man. One, I
0: like Bush Hog. Bush Hog
2: is uh, he's pretty cool looking.
3: There, yeah. Chop Suey and Airborne definitely look like they have the same body. I've yeah. never ever Hog seen these guys. Before. Kong <laughs> is a beast. <laughs> is he the big dog? He's the big dog. Yeah. See They're... the
0: little one? There's like a little eighty. There are six
3: one. in total. Yes. Yeah. Stampede looks like the little fella. Yeah, yeah.
0: that that guy is big. He's jacked. Really? These are weird.
3: They are very weird.
2: They're just they're they're like, awesome they like they
0: kind of look like Masters of the Universe figures with a pig's head on them.
2: I right. mean, you know, the companies out there are like, what animal hasn't been in space yet? Yeah, let's do pigs. Ducks have been done. Rabbits have been done. Dinosaurs have been done. <laughs> We're doing pigs. <laughs> <laughs> and you get the cyborgs. What year is this? This is. It's got to be. It's got to be late. I believe it's ninety-seven. Okay. That's what yeah. It look, it
3: looks like it. It's like mummies Alive and Cyborg's in 97. Not a good year. There is no twice. way. They the, were grasping at straws.
0: There were no way these dudes hit the shelves at Toys R Us. No way! I don't remember ever seeing these. No, ever. there's no way. Like, I don't know may- where they would have been. Maybe they would have been at KB, like in the back dark corner
2: where the <laughs> light bulb doesn't work anymore.
3: <laughs> maybe they were just catalog exclusive. Yeah. Okay, for so these were imaginary based, limits.
2: These were based off a comic book that came out in 1996. Oh, maybe maybe they were sold in comic book shops, and then and then yeah. the toys came out the following year in 97. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, crazy. So that's, that's the cyborgs. Look it up, y'all, if you don't know anything yeah. about the cyborgs.
3: And it was a 2011 animated series. I kind of want to look that up now. 3D animated series. So the comic book must have stayed hot. It must have. Or hot enough.
2: Probably mm-hmm. another Team and T tea ripoff, even on a comic.
3: <laughs> oh, for sure. With these cyborgs. Without uh, even looking at it, <laughs> you already know it's it, with space and everything. There's a, but else. there's
2: six of them, not
0: four. It's not a ripoff.
3: Sure, but right. you know what's not a ripoff is Hog Kong. Fuck. <laughs> Is a sweet figure with a sweet name. He's a monster of a pig. <laughs> Two I'm, left. If I buy one of these ever in my lifetime, if we'll I ever see one. Hog Kong in the wild, <laughs> I'm buying him. <them. laughs>
2: All right, we've landed on Stretch Vac Man.
3: Oh. Man, I always wanted this guy. Vac Man from the Stretch Armstrong line. So Stretch Armstrong, popular toy in the 70s, kind of faded away. Mm-hmm. He had a comeback in the 90s. I believe there was like a animated show with him. Yeah. Um coming along to try to reboot Stretch Armstrong. And like everything else, Keith has said several times here, so you need a villain, you need a bad guy. Mm-hmm. So how do you come up with a, a, a counter to Stretch Armstrong? You come up with a Vac Man. Yep. So, the way the toy is is um, you use air. But so, like Trash Armstrong has like basically corn syrup in him. Yeah, That's pretty much what it is. Um, and he's and he's rubber, so you stretch him out. But Vac Man had like corn kernels uh, or something along those lines. Or like like that's what they. That's what I always thought they were. Was was like little kernels of corn in his body. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you put the pump in his head and you pull the air out of him, and then his the the. The rubber of his body, like, takes some mold around the corn so he looks really scaly. Yeah. Okay. Think, isn't crazy? the idea,
0: like, you stretch him out and you can then sh- yeah. you pull the air out yep. and he holds the form? Yes. That, you know, so he's, like, super stretched. Oh, okay. Or as you stretch, stretch Armstrong, he's going to retract. He back. Vac-Man, you take all the air out and then he's, like, this long, lanky, crazy-looking dude. He's got a crazy Yes. Dude. And then yes. you can unpump him and he, like, sucks back. That's to, a cool idea.
3: Yeah. Very, 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 very cool. Um. Yeah. I mean, like Keith just said it perfectly. Way better than I ever could have uh, with my <laughs> notes. So yeah, I thought he was a cool figure. And and, and Stretch Armstrong has kind of had a comeback again without a toy show, but just he's on shelves. So you can find Vacman and find Stretch. It. Yeah. You know, re-released by uh, so Cap Toys put them out in '94. Yeah. And and I think it's Hasbro bought the licensing for all that in like 2016 or 17. Probably. So everything now that you'll see marked as Hasbro it out, no, but yeah, Cap Toys, Backman, Stretch Armstrong in the '90s was sweet. Yeah, he had that like belly shirt. He, yeah, he looked like a surfer guy,
0: yeah. you know. And he had the black shorts. He had a dog. He had a dog that stretched. he looked like, like, a, he
2: looked like a Venice Beach brother. Yeah,
0: he looked cool, man. And Backman yeah. was like awesome looking, that red villainous looking guy.
3: Like a yeah, he was sweet. Well, like a almost. Lord Zed, like with the headpiece. Yeah, the... I always
0: wanted Vac I can remember mm-hmm. asking for it, wanting him, and I just for whatever reason, maybe it was hard to get. I never he got him. Been. It's like kind of random, you know. There's not like a, a big toy line to tie it to, so yeah. it just kind of be like a one off. You have right. Vac Like, what are you doing with this guy? He would tower over any other action figure. Right. But I always wanted one, so maybe one day.
3: I mean, I can actually, I'm shot since you can buy them in just about any store that you don't have. Now anywhere. you can buy a new Vacman? Yeah, you can buy it. They've re-released Stretch and Vacman in, uh, like, you can see them at Meyer, Target. Here's your VAC chance. Man.
2: Here's your chance.
3: Yeah. I'm,
2: I'll be right
0: back. guys. I'm about to go to Meijer. I'm I'm like, Pause for a Meijer trip. <laughs> like, you can,
3: you can Google. If you Google him, it's like he's he's available. He's out there. Dang,
0: I'm about to get me a Vacman, guys. Dang, man, we can play
2: with Vacman.
3: All right, one left. We got one left. We're going to spin right, it wait. just for fun. All right. I think I know what it is. Yeah, you would be the only one. I don't know <laughs> what He landed on Toxic Crusaders. Let's
0: go. So we started with 1991 Tyco Crash Dummies. We're ending with 1991 Playmates Toys Toxic Crusaders. One of my favorite toy lines from back in the day, baby. Yes. So fun, so, so colorful. So 90s, right? I mean, they fit in perfectly with TMNT. Uh, I feel like if you collect TMNT You probably also collect Toxic Crusaders. I feel like you should. Because some of the figures look like they could have been in the TMNT line, and then some of the TMNT look like they came from Toxic Crusaders. Yeah, you could easily,
2: like Worm from TMNT. He always reminded me of Toxic Crusaders. Yeah, Worm
0: and Scale Tail. When you see them, you're like, man, those guys could totally be Toxic
2: Crusaders. Absolutely.
0: But yeah, you know, based on the Toxic Avenger movie by Troma in the 80s, a movie that had, you know, no right being made into a toy line. I had no Still, right seeing that movie as a child. Somehow that movie led to a cartoon. Somehow. I don't know how or why or what. I think maybe with like the popularity of TMNT and the idea of like mutants and slime. Right. And, you know, Playmates already has that, and they're like, yeah, this guy's toxic and waste and slime, and we could make this a cartoon. I b- and
3: I believe the second movie had come out before the Crusaders, mm-hmm. and it was a little bit more... I mean, the first movie is super cheesy, tongue-in-cheek candy, yeah. but I think the second movie was a little bit even more, like, goofy. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously still a slasher, anti-hero slasher, I guess you'd call yeah. them. I have no idea what they are, but... Yeah. Um, so I think that the second movie had come out, and that's when it had the cult head. Yeah. Boomed. So there was popularity on it. And I don't I'm assuming this is one of those things where the people had no idea. They didn't watch the movie. They were like, Toxic Avengers popular. Let's yeah. Turn that into a cartoon. Yeah, right. maybe.
0: I mean the cartoon's only one season, thirteen episodes, so the cartoon was not a hit. And the toys at the time were not a hit. This one series, right? So yeah. you've got the 10 figures, a lot of vehicles, which is insane. There's like five or six vehicles for these 10
2: figures. That is insane. Um, some
0: of the vehicles were scrapped TMNT vehicles, yep. or you know what I mean? Um, but the figures are super cool. Toxie as the hero, the main antagonist or whatever. Sweet great, mop. great figure. Dr. Killamoff is a classic villain. Classic. Junkyard is a cool figure. Bonehead. No Zone, this dude has no a freaking wheel for a leg. Like, yeah. Awesome, awesome toys. Tons of tons of accessories with each guy. Each guy comes with uh, translucent, glow-in-the-dark accessories. You know, every figure in the series has them. I love the toys, man. I think they're awesome. I have them all at home, um, and I'm not alone. Toxic Crusaders is a, to this day very popular. Super Sevens making ultimate figures of the yeah. of the line now. There's, like, five versions of Toxie you can buy. There's That glow-in-the-dark glow version. Yeah, there's a glow-in-the-dark oh. version. I have he's a version. Awesome. He's called Red Rage Toxie. So you take that guy out in the sun, uh-huh. and he's, like, kind of translucent plastic molded. Then you take him into the sun, and he, like, turns red. It's Oh, like
2: it gets a sunburn.
0: Yeah, it's hmm. really, really sweet. Um, but Toxic Crusaders was wild. There was, like, all sorts of merch. Like, they were expecting that to be a huge,
2: huge like the hit. the Ninja Turtles. We're talking, like...
0: Um, obviously T-shirts, but like coloring books, puzzles, sleeping bags, yeah. uh, color forms. There's like all sorts, school supplies. So much Toxic Crusader stuff from such a s- short amount of time. Um, but I always go back to our buddy Tyler. always tells me the story of when he was a kid for Easter, how the Easter Bunny supplied him with every single Toxic mm-hmm. Crusader's figure and vehicle all at once. Dang, wow. Easter Bunny. Because... That stuff was so cheap at KB Toys. Oh, yeah. That the Easter Bunny rolled in there with a 20 spot and he bought the whole toy line.
2: I wish I could go back.
0: You know what I mean? Like, that stuff was not popular, but not anymore, man. And it's not cheap to These complete now. These figures, loose and complete and minty, they're, we're talking 100 bucks easy. Carded way, way more. Yeah. Some of the vehicles are crazy money, um, but a great toy line. Not super obscure, but not one that, you know, a lot of people collected back in the day.
2: Absolutely. And you're gonna pay for it now if you wanna collect it. Yeah, that's for sure.
3: Yeah, and I I I had a couple as a kid. Um, obviously having an older brother who loved the Toxic Avenger. We we <laughs> were into the Toxic Crusaders. Um, and just it's just crazy the the effect of that. And like it set Lloyd Kaufman up. This show and the the money that went into all of this like getting it to happen. I know set Lloyd Kaufman up to really launch Troma into its next mm-hmm. status, which ironically has allowed him to give James Gunn his start in uh yeah in the industry, which is why he still ties back things to Like a couple of his movies have different little Toxy um what was the Guardians of the Galaxy? Easter eggs. Yeah, there's yeah. always there's always little Easter eggs in his movies relating back to Toxie and, mm-hmm. and the Tromaverse and Toxic Crusaders, I believe is one of the toys is on, like, the dash is in the the, the spaceship mm-hmm. in Guardians of the Galaxy, somebody said before. Yeah, so yeah, like, let's
2: bring them to the Marvel
0: like, Universe, it's man. It's
3: pretty cool how, how he able ties it all together and pays the homage. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: Well, hey, guys, nine obscure toy lines of the 90s. We nineties. made it. We started with a very colorful 90s toy and Crash Dummies. We ended with a very colorful 90s toy line and, you know, Toxic Crusaders. We think we did uh, justice to the 90s toys today.
2: I think we did pretty well. Uh, yeah. I so,
0: think so. I think those cyborgs are going to haunt my dreams, though. <laughs> cyborgs, man. <laughs> <laughs> those things are nuts.
3: It might If it replaces that Bart Simpson chair. rocking chair from <laughs> a couple weeks ago.
0: Joe bringing the nightmare <laughs> fuel each and every week here on the Time Blaster. You Toy know yes. how I do.
3: <laughs> All speaking right, guys. of nightmare fuel, you'll have to hear what we're talking about next week, which is everybody's nightmare. Sending
0: a shiver down my spine. All right, guys, we're back. <laughs> The month of turbo is over. Next, what a month. Dave just alluded to what we're talking about next week being nightmare fuel, and I'm just picturing being a little boy. Mm. In early September, I'm looking at a calendar. It's Labor Day's here, baby. You know what's, oh. you know what's coming up. Five more minutes, man. Back to school. Ugh. Back to school. So next week, we're talking back to school memories on the Time Blaster Toy Cast. Whoa, are you guys ready? Are you ready to go back to school? Yeah, I, I'm not.
2: I'm just going to roll over and go back
3: to sleep. That would be that'd be great. But I, I think there's enough positive memories that we will turn it into a fun episode. I think so. I think so, yes. Yeah, back to school
0: shopping. Your mom putting her finger in your jeans and jiggling them, making sure they fit. <laughs> That's going to fit you all the, year, Joey. <laughs> the,
3: the morning routine. You know, there's, 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 there's a lot to go with it. Yeah, we're
0: going to have fun. So back to school memories, guys, next week.
1: Welcome to the toy cast. Hey, Cue up the super soakers for the time blast. time blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. Launch it's the time blast. Time of blast. the toy, cats. toy We cats. know the facts well, straight out the half shell. Bringing that TGRI in the landfill. The yeah. Capoleros on the move, no duck because 'cause Ooh. they're the right brothers to take flight. It's so real. real. Every time blast guaranteed to cover that. Uh. Be kind of rewind like blockbuster back. Yeah. Got reviews? Have you looking for the red flag? and bigger noses than Mark Summers. I so get year. your notepad, we talking about collectibles. comparison to the seal, know the value is exceptional. Uh, As it can be from TV to the VHS. Yeah. Power the Star Wars, Keyman, yeah. PlayStation. Yeah. Transform a G.I. Yeah. Joe with Destro. Yeah. Light Brights with the glow. Power from Nintendo. Nintendo. So many toys you will never know. Never know. Welcome to Toy Cast, here we go.
0: This episode of the Time Blaster Toy Cast was produced and hosted by Dave Harbison, Joe D'Alessandro, and me, Keith Libra. We record live to tape from my shop Time Blaster Toys in Westland, Michigan. This episode was mixed and edited by Joe. Our theme song is by our pal, the talented Mark Cooper. Follow us on Instagram at Time Blaster Toys and YouTube at Time Blaster Toycast. If you have a question, comment, or idea for our show, you can contact us via the Time Blaster Toy Line at 734-494-2292 or via email at TimeBlastertoys at gmail.com. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll see everyone. On next week.